0: Welcome to the Remove the Guesswork podcast. We bring you a ten-minute episode every single week to give you everything you need to optimize your well-being. The show is brought to you by Bodyshot Performance. They use technology and science-based solutions to create happy, healthy, and resilient teams. Find out more at bodyshotperformance.com. And now, here's your host, Leanne Spencer.
1: Hey, how are you doing? I hope you've had an amazing week. This week's episode, I'm really, really keen to bring this to you, actually. It's something that means a lot to me. It's a message that I really feel is worth spreading. I'm going to start it with a story. I'm going back a few years now. I went to a show on London's South Bank called Circa, and this was an acrobat show. So there was uh, about 10 acrobats, some male, some female, and they were performing the most incredible tricks Incredibly skillful things, you know walking on their hands, supporting all their weight on one arm, um, incredible stuff. it was visually incredibly entertaining, amazing. What I really noticed though about these athletes, what stood out for me more than more than almost the the skill that they were demonstrating was the diverse nature of their bodies. You would expect with the the amount of physical strength that's expected of them that they would be ripped cut, extremely lean and muscular, and to a degree, that was true of some of them, but not all of them. And this was what was fascinating. They all had the same level of strength, but their bodies looked very different, not just across the genders, male and female, but for each of them individually. Some of them had a little bit more body fat on them than others. Some even had a little bit of of chub, but they were incredible athletes. And it really stood out for me for this simple reason that I think we put far too much focus on the aesthetics of fitness, on what people look like and nowhere near enough focus on what they can do with their bodies, the strength, the musculature, the functional fitness, you know, what they can achieve with their bodies and not just what they look like. And the reason I tell you that story is I would love to start changing the way that we look at fitness, and I would love to start radically changing the way that we judge our own bodies, because I think it makes a lot of us very, very unhappy. And the data supports this. I'm not going to give you tons of stats and, and quote studies, but two very startling um, statistics: the average British woman spends 17 years of her life on a diet. 17 years. I mean, that that is criminal to spend that much of your life. Dieting. And isn't that just the very antithesis of a great case study as well? If you have to spend that much time on a diet, something's going wrong here. Something's not working. The other uh, study was done by the Professional Association of Childcare and Early Years. And that study found that children as young as three were expressing concern over their appearance and their body. Three years old. And already these messages have somehow made their way to those young boys and young girls. So I think our mirrors are ruining our lives. I think the societal expectation of fitness and appearance and aesthetic is also ruining many of our lives and we need to push away from that. We really do. And I think this is exasperated, uh, particularly with the propensity towards photoshopping. Uh, Most images Uh, Again, a study by Dartmouth College found that almost all the images, 90 plus percent, in magazines and so on and billboard advertising have been photoshopped. And in fact, they published, um, and I'll put it in the show notes, they published a result of the study where they took the original images and the photoshopped images that actually got published. And this applies for both genders. So that is an issue. And then, of course, social media. We're able to filter photos, we're able to put rabbit ears, but we're also able to clear our skin up, transform our backgrounds, and basically present a very false image. And what, what is wrong with the real image? If you're really unhappy with it because you're very tired, you've just come out of illness or whatever, maybe we just don't publish those images. But publishing things when we feel good is one thing, but publishing an image because we have polished it into an appearance of, uh, air quotes, perfection well, that's another thing altogether. So that's really what I want to to focus on in this recording and try and encourage you to buy into my message that it's about focusing on what we can do with our bodies, not how they look. And I think that was so well encapsulated with the circus story because these guys, I mean, none of them were were very out of shape, obviously, but they looked very different. They were just focusing on what they could do as opposed to what they looked like with their bodies. And I thought, Amazing. So another thing that inspired me into this line of thinking is Judy Murray. Judy Murray, about four or five years ago, published a tweet which said, we don't have a problem with children's fatness in this country. We have a problem with their fitness. And that got me thinking as well. And in fact, I published uh, or wrote and delivered a TEDx talk, which I've mentioned before on the podcast quite recently, called Why Fitness is More Important Than Weight which uh, I picked up on Judy Murray's idea and thought, amazing, if we could focus on fitness, not weight, I think we'd also be much happier. And uh, and I think she's right. I think if we focus on children's fitness, the shape almost becomes irrelevant. It will probably sort itself out if children are overweight, as some are, same as us as adults. But if we focused on the fitness, completely different thing. So let's, let's pick up on functional fitness, which I mentioned earlier. Functional fitness is being able to carry your shopping. It's being able to run if you need to run. It's able to lift a child if you need to do that. Very recently, I was hiking, and uh, my dog, Cammy, who I'm looking at right now, sleeping on the sofa, she needed to be carried over a couple of stars because there was no opportunity to allow her to go through. There was no little dog gate that you often find. And, and we had to carry her over, and she's 16, 17 kilos, so not hugely heavy for a dog. No problem carrying her, carrying her over. Because we've got that functional fitness. That's what it's all about. So focusing on that, focusing on what we can achieve with our bodies and not how they look is the main message here. Focusing on strength, physical strength, mental strength, emotional strength. Focusing on that aspect of our overall fitness, our fitness for the rigors of daily life. To come back to that business athlete idea that I talked about in last week's podcast. If you haven't listened to that, please go back. Focusing on the changes to mood that movement can bring us. You know, it can cause a release of dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, endorphins, all of which make us feel good. And if you go out and do a very brisk walk in nature with an old friend and catch up, or or listen to a podcast, or take a dog and watch that dog sniffing and enjoying itself and interacting symbiotically with nature... And I challenge you not to feel good about that, um, particularly out in natural light. You may get some serotonin from that natural light exposure. You may even, if it's the right time of day, right time of year, get some vitamin D as well. Energy is another thing that you get from movement. It is energizing to move. So never mind what the, the end result is like. If you've got the benefits of strength, mood and energy, that's amazing for health. And that will motivate you to want to compete these behaviors as well. I think striving for a particular body shape uh, is not really going to lead to happiness because for many of us, we just aren't going to get the shape we want. I mean, there are endomorphs, ectomorphs and mesomorphs, different body shapes. And to a very large degree, we can't control that. Now, if I think about myself, um, there are aspects of, you know, I would like to have stronger quads. You can train that. You may not get them popping like a, a cyclist because you may not be willing to do the training and you may just not have that body shape but you can strive to get stronger quads. But I would only do that if I wanted to up my cycling or up my peloton game, because there was a purpose for it. I think trying to change your bone structure, trying to emulate somebody else's body shape is just a hiding to nothing because we've got what we've got and we can change some of it. And then we learn, need to learn to be happy with the rest of it. So here's the summary. It's about fitness, not weight, and not the aesthetic of fitness. It's about focusing on what we can do with our bodies, what we can achieve with them, and not what we look like. And bottom line is, perfect, if you're chasing that, well, let me tell you, it doesn't exist. There is no perfect body. But there is a body that can perform. There is a body that can take you from place to place. A body that can propel you into experiences, that can help you connect with other people that can transport you through life and having that body as healthy and as fit as you wish to be is the objective. So perfect doesn't exist, but happy and healthy does. So that's it from this week's episode. Um, I hope you've enjoyed it. Please feel free to share this with anybody who needs to hear it and stay healthy. All the very best for now. I'll talk to you next week.
0: To find out more about what Leanne and the team at Body Shop Performance do for companies, head over to www.bodyshopperformance.com. While you're there, why not take our Wellbeing at Work scorecard and find out how your business measures up in four key areas of well-being. Well-being strategy and aspirations, well-being resources and training, energy and motivation, leadership and values. Thanks for listening and see you next week.